In this podcast episode, I am joined by Welsh sprinter Catherine Hardy, and just to quickly address that topics such as body image and eating are addressed throughout. Hi, Kat. Welcome to Welcome to Join the Sports Jaw. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, I'm really good, thanks. How are you doing? Good. Where are you coming from today? Where are you right now? Um, I'm in Cardiff at the moment. In Cardiff, so, yeah. just just over the yeah. river, just over the river. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kat, jumping straight into it, you've been involved now with athletics for quite a long time now from such young age, but how did you kind of get into it? So, yeah, actually this year it'll be, I think, 10 years. Wow. I've stopped now, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, I went to school in Gloucester and we just had like a little taster session with one of the coaches um came to school and was just like oh try some athletics out and whatever um so I went along did a few drills and they were like oh why don't you come down to Gloucester Athletics Club so I thought okay then <laughs> um I went down the next week and just absolutely loved it um joined like a nice little sprint group and it was so nice and then like a month later I started competing and 10 years on you're still (laughs) going you're still going did you start before the renovation of the track did you start before was it after yeah yeah so the I think the track renovation was around 2012 so yeah yeah, it was only a few years before then because we had a big event where um Princess Anne came to open the track and it was just like a big reveal and it was yeah it was really nice but yeah I'm glad we got the track because <laughs> they they got quite a big bursary from was it from the lottery to kind of like regenerate that was it was it from the lottery yeah yeah so yeah, yeah national lottery funding yeah yeah and um you said previously that you've kind of stopped athletics now which is what I was going to talk a little bit about um was it because of injury kind of funding like what was it that kind of you've stopped for now there were quite a few reasons um so obviously I was in Gloucester for quite a while and then in 2016 I moved to Cardiff for university so obviously I had to change training groups um all my program changed and it was going well uh for for probably two years and then I got injured and then it took quite a while for me to find out what the injury was um kept me out of sport for ages and then I was I, I think I changed between like three different coaches just because um the first group I was in was very elite and it was a very good group and as much as I enjoyed it my injury was I feel like holding everyone else back um so I was just moving along groups and things like that um and then I kind of got to well when did I finish last year and I just thought I don't enjoy it anymore there's so many other things that I wanted to kind of do like get on with my obviously I'm starting a master's now so um and I just wanted to get on with my life and I thought I've spent all my time doing athletics for the last 10 years I'm just going to commit to something else now um but yeah it was primarily injury yeah and it was was it biomechanics that you studied at undergrad yeah so I did sport and exercise science at undergrad and then yeah so I've I took a year out and now I'm doing well I've nearly finished my master's in biomechanics yeah and kind of how would you say that doing sport and exercise as a degree helped you as such you know as an athlete did it help at all did it kind of hinder you like you're going into training thinking 
am I doing this correct? Am I not doing this correct? Yeah, it kind of, but um, the groups I was in were, were very like you follow the program, you yeah. kind of do what you um, you're told, kind of. Um, yeah. And although the degree was good and, and it helped that way, I it ha had nothing to do with coaching or mm -hmm. anything like that. So it was kind of a it, they were kind of separate anyway. Um, but yeah, it definitely did make you understand how well your body worked, especially biomechanics. Like now, my focus is in sprint biomechanics. I've, it's like I've, it's not like I've left athletics, but yeah. I've left the competitive side and I've gone into more the scientific and it's more, side, more behind the scenes kind of side of athletics per se. <laughs> and yeah, definitely, you trained at Cardiff Met, and I know what the facilities are like. You know what the facilities are like? They're amazing. But kind of more behind the scenes in facilities wise, what was it kind of like for? services like nutritionists psychologists what, did you have that available to you yeah so when I um started my undergrad I did um yeah so I got a scholarship so in your scholarship package you get access to like physiotherapy nutrition um psychological support anything like that really so yeah that was good but um it was kind of only there if you if you needed it so it wasn't like anyone could just go like if you requested psychological support you could get it and mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so they had quite a good backup team actually behind behind the whole Cardiff Met Athletics team to to support their athletes so yeah it was quite a nice environment to be in and it definitely had changed from what I'd come yeah. from before yeah definitely <laughs> training training at Gloucester you literally have what was it like a cargo <laughs> container filled with a few hurdles and maybe a portable <laughs> outside compared to training at Cardiff Met where you've literally got biomechanic cameras everywhere and probably state-of-the-art toilets as well yeah <laughs> would you kind of say that you've I don't know obviously if you've had any like psychological support or talks with psychologists but would you say kind of changing from your junior career to kind of becoming more senior that you've maybe needed more help in the psychology side yeah I've I found it quite a struggle actually especially moving from the team I had in Gloucester to Cardiff because um, I had such a good relationship with my coach in Gloucester and although I've always kind of kept good relationships with my coaches in Cardiff it's it's very different and because the environment is so different it's so elite it's such a big step up and especially now you're studying full-time for a degree like the the amount of stuff you've got to think about is just mental really so for me um I kind of struggled with it and I did I did seek some psychological support from he's actually a lecturer at Cardiff Met in psychology and he was brilliant um just I think a lot of it was stress a lot of it was kind of the unknown I didn't really know what I was getting myself into and um yeah such a big step up from what I was used to it was just hard to adapt to really yeah and would you kind of say that there was maybe not so much stress or pressure, but a little bit of tension kind of going into training. Because obviously you're not only training with your group, but you're probably competing against a few of them as well in the bigger competitions. Yeah, so um, we always, every group I've been in has been, I've really enjoyed it. I've had a really good group. And when we go to training, it, there's not such tension when you turn up and you're warming up. But then when you're in in the training and you're doing say competitive block starts and things like that or that's when like it starts getting a bit like 200s or something yeah well especially for me I hate it longer distance 200 is <laughs> not even long 
but I would literally my heart I'd get palpitations I was like oh my god um but yeah no it was it we always had fun in training it was good as much as it's serious we always had a really good time so and I don't know about you but kind of when it comes up in conversation that I used to be a sprinter the first question people kind of ask me is okay so what was your 100 meter time and I generally don't <laughs> think I never used to do to uh, 100 meters because I was primarily 200 and hurdles but like you say you, you hate anything over 100 meters <laughs> why was it you kind of focused on the 100 meters and obviously like 60 meters during the winter um well at Gloucester I loved the 100 meters but I would always do a 200 because yeah. I always I was well my parents always said why are you traveling to Exeter there's two hours away just to run 100 meters and I thought yeah they're right <laughs> um but yeah, I just, I think I felt like I was more of a power athlete than a longer distance athlete, even though again, 200 is not even yeah, long distance. It's really not that far. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but I think for me, it was just, um, I just felt a bit more like an explosive athlete rather than someone yeah. who'd like to run fat, uh, longer um and also I've really enjoyed block starts and obviously as much as block starts are helpful for a 200 they're not as helpful in 100 that's the whole thing um and I love training them and I love training power and things like that so yeah I used to love that and uh you just briefly mentioned 200 meters in Exeter which was I was actually going to say like my first proper memory of you so it was back really? yeah so back I think it was like 2013 now I don't think you remember the story but it was at uh, Southwest Schools and uh, so when we were little little babies just running around in the track <laughs> and um that day I had the um hurdles heats and finals and then the 200 heats and finals and the 200 yeah. final was my last event of the day and we both got into the final but obviously you're we were the same age category but you were like the year above me so we would be racing again yeah and you came up to me and you're like oh well then I'm getting into your hurdles final good luck for the 200 final and I was just like oh my god cat knows who I am she's come over to speak <laughs> to me <laughs> but obviously I was just like a little runner from Stroud where you know Stroud we used to train on grass and come over to train at Gloucester on Saturdays and I was like oh my god cat from Gloucester knows who I am so that was like <laughs> my first proper memory of you and then fast forward like three four years we stood next to each other scanning cheese at the checkout <laughs> it's funny how uh, <laughs> funny how life changes isn't it <laughs> and, oh, summer speaking of your junior career you've kind of had a few highs and quite a few lows um probably one of or what I can think of is one of your lowest moments was English schools when both mm -hmm. you and another Gloucester athlete, athlete got disqualified. Do you want to quickly talk about that and kind of how you felt? Yeah, um, so that was my third and final English schools and um, it was up in Gateshead, I remember, in Newcastle. Yeah. So we obviously travelled so far. And I remember saying to my... <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I remember saying to my coach on the first English schools I went to oh as long as I make it to the heat like I'll be fine and whatever so I did that second one I made it to the semi and then the third English schools I got to I was like right I'm gonna make it to the final so anyway I made it through the rounds got to the final and for me I've I've always been quite like um optimistic in the way I, I think in terms of my sprinting I've always thought oh I can 
if I put my mind to it, I'll do it. And but for me, it was that competition. I just thought this is my last English schools. I'm going to enjoy it. And my goal was to get to the final. So if anything happens now, I've got to the final. I'm happy. Um, and yeah, got to the final. And me and the other Gloucester girl both <laughs> started. I think one of us set each other. I think we both went at the same time, set each other off, and we both got disqualified. And um, yeah, the other athlete wasn't wasn't the best pleased. But as much as I was disappointed, I just thought, you know what? I'm happy with where I came, yeah. and well, with what I've achieved so far in this championship. So um, the the worst bit about it was I had to walk back down the home straight and the whole crowd were just yeah. sat there just looking and I was just like stop looking at me <laughs> <laughs> and obviously um, back then so young like 17 18 compared to maybe if you were to compete a few years later you'd obviously a bit be a bit older a bit more experienced how did that kind of or do you remember how that kind of took a toll on you mentally did you kind of feel embarrassed what did you feel in that situation yeah at the time I was a bit embarrassed because it's like I hate having attention on me and when they say lane two you're disqualified yeah and especially remember where we have to wear like bright yellow yeah. t-shirts all the other teams right they have nice kits <laughs> they have nice county kits some of them are like really like nice like black like nike ones gloucester <laughs> no not nice at all there's like gold yellow like vest and burgundy <laughs> burgundy maroon shorts not even like nice like running shorts like cheap kind of this like shiny silky shorts horrible <laughs> so of course you're going to stand out against all these other athletes <laughs> yeah and especially when I had to walk down the home straight and, and both of us were obviously from Gloucester so yeah. both of us were wearing that kit and we were just like oh god <laughs> but yeah um yeah it was embarrassing at the time but like as soon as I left that competition um I remember putting a post out on Facebook and I just thought like draw draw a line under it move on and yeah it didn't scar me <laughs> yeah. and kind of back when we were younger you know when it came to the summer season it was pretty much a competition like weekend after weekend after weekend and then kind of as you get older you kind of work towards the championships which are maybe like once a month whatever do you kind of prefer it back then when it used to be consecutive weekends or do you prefer it how it used to be kind of spanned out um <laughs> Well, circumstances obviously changed from when I, I moved from Gloucester to Cardiff. Yeah. So obviously the, the setting, the elite setting, obviously was in Cardiff and not in Gloucester as such. Um, no offence to Gloucester, but <laughs> it wasn't as elite as Cardiff. Yeah. So um, it was definitely um, different, but... I've got the question <laughs> it was basically do you like did you find that there was more pressure at the weekend yeah yeah oh yeah that was it the, um <laughs> yeah it was the, yeah because the environments were so different like when I think I did prefer racing week in week out especially yeah. when we went to Gloucester there was no pressure you just turn up you just yeah. run and I would throw the discus sometimes like and it <laughs> was just fun and, here and, there. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as championships are really good and there's something to look forward to and sometimes you, you need it because it, it's a bit of a reality check like you're so um not to be kind of big-headed or anything but when you're in your county you're like oh top two top three yeah. and then you 
championship level and you're like oh my god and when you're within your county as well (laughs) obviously like you get to know a lot of people especially who you're racing against and you can kind of not pick and choose but you can kind of suss out throughout the season you know oh I've got a better start than her or she's better on the bend Mm. would you say that obviously I'm going back to like our county days now would you say that your biggest competition was kind of people that you trained against at Gloucester or people within the county or even yourself really um yeah I'd say within the county there were quite a few really good girls Mm. within our county I remember there's quite a few from Cheltenham as well um yeah but I mean we were all I feel like we all just got along though like it was there was there was never much I mean there was always going to be pressure there's always competition like you're you're running in a competition there's always going to be competition but yeah I felt like we all kind of got along and we were all like well done and (laughs) yeah it was quite nice and kind of speaking of championships obviously as you get older the championships get bigger and more kind of like elite and you start to kind of get invited to them as well and you've been invited to a few open British championships as well what are they like to be invited to an event rather than paying three pounds to be entered into the 200 (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's all well it's always a privilege isn't it really because I remember watching them when I was younger in the, in the stand and thinking, oh my God, I really want to go here. And then I remember the year I got my first invite, I was like, what, I'm going to run against yeah. the big girls. Like, <laughs> the um, tall girls. <laughs> yeah. And then, and actually you turn up and you're next to them in the warm-up area and you're like, oh my God, yeah. these girls are just beasts. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of context for the warm-up area. You think, oh, they've you know, you've got a separate track. The warm-up area is probably one of the smallest places you will you will ever yeah. see it. And then like there's kind of that tension, isn't there? Everyone's kind of trying to suss each other out, trying to psych mm-hmm. each other out as well. Did you kind of have any pre-race tactics or kind of things that you would do before a game? A game? <laughs> before a race? <laughs> um, not really. I would I, to be honest, I just keep myself to myself and um because you never know what other people's race plan is and you don't want to ruin anyone else's race plan and um I mean I I'll I'll talk to anyone so sometimes when I went there on my own and I was with my friend with my my friend with my coach um he they'd all be like in this environment they've got the head of the game and like I would as well because obviously you're at a championship but then also it's like that thing of this is really surreal to me I've never done this before I'm so young compared to these other girls and they're so elite um sometimes you just got to soak it all in and just enjoy the experience and I think I didn't the thing for me is I was never like as much as I was all right at county level when you get higher up you're well for me I wasn't obviously as good at all and it was never for me like I'm gonna get to final it was just like enjoy the experience Mm -hmm. and I always did and obviously pretty much soon after the race the results time get posted and you can see you know the results time the reactions time of a lot of the other athletes in your race was it quite hard or quite easy to compare yourself to others and then think okay I need to do this to improve yeah especially when you're beating you and it only looks like a meter less than a meter and then it's like half a second in time you're just like what um so it was hard sometimes and and especially when I knew that that year I was in such good form and then I'd still not run well like and then you see like you haven't qualified to the next round and you're just like oh <laughs> um 
but yeah I always took it as experience and I always enjoyed it and speaking of comparison obviously everybody's mind is different everybody's body is different but as sprinters we are kind of obviously I'll say built different <laughs> you know we kind of got slightly larger thighs slightly more muscly obviously a bit more broader along the top did you ever kind of compare yourself to like your friends or like girls at school and think why am I not like built like that because a lot of my friends they were like dancers or in school and I'd be like oh they're so like slim like why am mm. I never like that did you find that hard or was it just this is who I need to be like um when I first joined the club I was well gloss to this was I was I don't even know how old I was like 12 maybe 13 and I remember my first ever competition and they didn't have any vests left so I had to wear a crop top and I just I was like oh my god and I remember standing on the start line and I was sucking in because mm-hmm. I thought oh my god I've only been doing this for like two weeks yeah um everyone else has been doing this for so long they all look so strong and fast and whatever and I thought oh my god I feel so out of place but I was tiny I just come from gymnastics yeah. like I was <laughs> I had nothing to me but mm. going from a different sport was so different as well and then obviously going throughout my athletics career like when I started lifting weights obviously my legs would get bigger yeah um you start getting abs Mm -hmm. um that didn't really bother me and then it wasn't until I got to university was where I I felt really quite conscious um because obviously you lived away from home you're cooking for yourself you've really got to think about your diet you've really got to think about things like that um because that ultimately impacts your whole performance so for me it was quite difficult um and then the last few years then I got injured um I ended up just wearing vests because yeah. instead of crop tops because I was just like I can't actually step on the track looking like I do and I didn't look I didn't look bad at all yeah. I'm looking back at pictures now I'm like oh my god I was so slim mm. I was so toned and but um your mind just plays tricks on you. yeah and you know kind of going thinking of that when you're competing on the track and then when you're back in training did you ever find yourself kind of com- Comparing yourself to say the girl that's right next to you in the starting blocks as well yeah um not all the time because a lot of the time my focus was on my performance and how I was going to run and things like that but sometimes I would sit there and just be like oh god I wish I looked like her yeah. do you know what I mean especially yeah. when they were quicker I, I used to think oh maybe if I looked like her then I'd yeah. run a bit quicker but everyone's different everyone has different body shapes mm. and I learned that throughout uni and things like that and did you ever obviously like uni students obviously they kind of have that stereotype like they just cook pasta they just eat rubbish (laughs) etc but as an athlete did you ever kind of find yourself thinking I need to restrict this amount to you know get the perfect body to be you know confident wearing this vest or were you kind of like do you know what at the end of the day this is who I am um I never really restricted my eating during the week or anything like that um I'd eat healthily I wouldn't always have like a a treat like chocolate or anything like that but um I wouldn't restrict myself Mm -hmm. and then but then when it came to competitions about the first two days leading up to the competition um especially when I was younger I would just not eat because I thought right I need to stand the start line and look slimmer and then 
it wasn't until I got to university where I thought I cannot do that anymore mm-hmm. because I need to fuel my body for this yeah. sprint I cannot starve myself <laughs> um yeah and if you were to kind of look back now obviously like you look back at pictures and think because I'm the same I look back and think why did I ever think that because you know I look perfectly healthy there what kind of advice would you give to say maybe 14 15 year old cat that used to think like that just get on with it (laughs) (laughs) literally just get on with it I just don't know why I was so in my head all the time um yeah just everything would get on top of me and going back to what about English schools like I would every English schools I remember because your coach Sally was my mentor for three years I absolutely loved her and (laughs) she um I remember we used to have a team meeting and I used to just sit there and cry to her and be like oh my coach yeah (laughs) and um yeah I used to ring him up and be like oh I'm really worried and he's like right make sure you're eating properly make sure you're doing it and I was like yeah (laughs) um yeah I did put a lot of pressure on myself but now I just think Catherine what were you doing like just trust the process my the last coach I had he I remember we went to Bucks and he said to me trust the process and I never forgot it and I I literally apply that to everything in my life now and speaking of Bucks you are actually your team at Cardiff Met was actually the winners of the four by 100 meter relay what was your were you the anchor no I was um third leg because I used it well probably because it was the shortest yeah (laughs) um but uh, yeah it was because it was a bend I think and I I was all right at running bend so yeah what was that kind of like obviously being a 100 meter sprinter you're used to say very much being in your own lane worrying about your own race how is that kind of transition from being a lone sprinter to them being in a team of four um I mean it's not much wow to me it's not much different I love relays so much yeah I think think so much (laughs) yeah and I remember English schools we never had a relay team and I was like oh no we just needed like one more person Um, yeah um but yeah but Bucks especially is the funnest event I've ever done it's brilliant and um relays were so good like I I absolutely love them but the only thing is that I do think oh my god I hope I don't mess up because obviously it's so technical and and I'm actually I remember that like the last bucks I did I think that season they changed all the markings on the floor for relay yeah and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do um I think they give you like 30 meters now instead of 20 it's just yeah it's weird but oh I loved it I absolutely loved relays and obviously that's quite a proud moment, isn't it? Winning a gold medal. But what would you say is like your proudest moment, whether it's like off track or like on the track? Um, well, on track, I've got a few. So there were two years in a row that I ran for England Midlands. Mm-hmm. So that's one highlight. And um, obviously the, that Bucks relay, but yeah. that year as well. So that was, I think that was two years ago. Um, that same year at indoors we ran a indoor um we won gold at indoors for the four by 200 and we also ran a welsh record so that's that's um one of my track highlights as well um off track probably just graduating like (laughs) it was so hard (laughs) getting through it getting through it yeah and obviously competing you know we've competed in a lot of places from gateshead to cardiff from Sheffield to Exeter but what is your favourite track and why? 
Um, I love Exeter and Yeovil. Yeah. Because I don't know why. I just think they're such nice places to run. Like not area. I mean, like the the actual track is just <laughs> it's just so nice. And we I think we spent so much time down there for Southwest mm-hmm. Champs and things like that. Like I yeah, I used to love it down there. Would you say those tracks hold good memories for you as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I ran quite a few of my PVs down there as yeah. well. <laughs> Wind assisted. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of cool tracks, you actually made an appearance at the London Anniversary Games, didn't you? Oh, I can see you smiling there. <laughs> what did you do? What was what was that for? Um, so when the Gloucester Athletics track opened in mm-hmm. the new one opened in 2013, the um Basically, Ewan Thomas, who's the the 400 meter British record holder, he came to the track and was like, right, we've got an opportunity. You lot can all come down to the anniversary games this year. And one of you is going to hand the four by one relay baton over to the team. Mm -hmm. And we're like, cool, whatever. So anyway, we got there and we went as like a big sprint squad and whatever. And they were like, yeah, Kat, you're going there. And I was like, what? <laughs> so me and my coach, Gary, like shout out to Gary, love him. Gary Hunter, <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we we went around the stadium. This woman took us around and I met Mo Farah. We picked up picture actually and the woman who took the photo lost the photo and I've never had it since. And I was oh, just fuming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we just went to the track and um, they gave me the baton and then just like, give it to the British team. So I went on and I just gave it and then walked off. But I was, they were like, oh, you meant to stay there. And I was like, oh, sorry. No one told me. Like, yeah. So like in the footage, there's like me just giving it and just like, oh, bye. Running <laughs> off, practicing for your 100, like, see you later. Yeah. I was going to say, who was like the most famous person you've been able to meet through athletics, but. Mo Farah is a pretty big one. Yeah, Mo Farah is pretty big, yeah. Yeah, probably and, him. <laughs> so what's next for Kat? Because obviously you're not training as intensely as you used to be due to injury. So what's what's next for you? To be honest, I don't think I'll be going back to athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I did, I'd probably go back to Gary and just <laughs> casually just train. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I'm doing my master's at the moment so that's my next thing to do is just complete that get a job um buy a house oh just that's the adult real, stuff real adult <laughs> stuff there Kat thanks for bringing yeah. that mood down <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> and just to kind of finish off if there's anyone out there thinking like you know I want to get started with sprinting what's some kind of advice you'd give to them um I just say just just do it just have fun with it don't take it too seriously too early on um I think that's I think well what I've said today is I had so much of my best memories Mm -hmm. in my younger years like running for Gloucester um and that's when I wasn't kind of put in this elite environment Mm -hmm. um and it was just so much fun and I I would just say to anyone who wants to do it just enjoy it don't take it too seriously um and trust the process trust the process I think it's going to be the finishing word there so for anyone out there just trust the process 